Are you trapped in a toxic relationship with a toxic person, with a narcissist, with an abusive person, and you're struggling to let go because of the love that you actually have for this person? Like, no matter what you do, you're like, I, I know he's not good for me, but you still have love for him. And so it's really hard for you to actually move forward and to let go because the feelings, the feelings of betrayal, of guilt, of shame, all of these different things that are happening inside of you because you love this person. I want to let you know, first and foremost, like it's okay. And the, the reason why I say that is because so many people come to raw motivations and feel absolutely crazy because they love this person and they know logically it doesn't make sense. They know logically I shouldn't love a person that's abusing me. Okay. But in my world, that's actually normal. And what I mean by that is there's so many people that we see that come out of relationships and come to us asking for help because they've been in a toxic, abusive relationship that has been manipulated and lied to so much that they're confused about the love they have for this person and their responsibility for themselves showing up. And so the reason why I say that is if you're in this place where you love this person, but he's also abusing you. Like that crazy making that you're feeling is normal based on the psychological, mental, emotional, sexual abuse that you've had to endure inside that relationship. What I'll encourage you is to reach out for help. You can do so. You can go to Raw Motivations. We'd love to be able to help you move forward in the healing process. When we talk through this piece of letting go of a narcissist, like that you still love, Understand that it's normal. It's a struggle because you've given so much. You've given your all to this person. You've supported, you've helped, you've maybe got him back on his feet. There's all these different things that you've done to help support and grow the relationship. And oftentimes he hasn't done anything. And oftentimes you've changed and morphed and modified so much of yourself to be able to please him, but he hasn't done anything. And so I want you first off just to acknowledge the reality that right now going through this transition and going through this, this opening of like, hey, I'm going to have to change some stuff in my life. It's really confronting the uncomfortable truth, like the uncomfortable truth of like, wait a second, how he's actually been showing up has not been loving has not been demonstrating care, has not been demonstrating respect. And you start walking through your shin, it starts to break down in different ways because you start to realize, wait a second, was that real? Was that real? Was that real? And it's a process. And I wish I could say that it was an easy one or that it was a, a simple one. We try to script it out to help people make it as simple as possible, but it still is this realization of like, wait a second, the uncomfortable truth is a lot of the things that happened in the relationship wasn't real. Because one, he's not still here. And two, it shows he doesn't care. And it's hard because you want to believe that you can love this person to change, that you can love this person to help them grow, that you can love this person to help them get better. But at the end of the day, the only person that you can actually love and transform is yourself. Most people just don't want to hear that. And most people don't want to put in the work in growing themselves. Sometimes we talk to people and, and we're trying to have a conversation of like, okay, let's talk about transformational growth. Let's talk about what that looks like. And they don't want that. They just want to stay stuck in the victim mode, stay stuck in the mindset of the victim that doesn't let them actually take charge of themselves. But everything is, okay, this happened to me. We have to be able to switch that and understand that the reality, even though it's harsh, is narcissists seldom ever change. They seldom ever care. They seldom ever love. And typically, they never even show up in a positive way in your life, especially if there's no honesty, if there's no vulnerability, if there's no consistent change. Like it is a dead end relationship and you need to work on you. Accepting this truth is very, very hard. 
But when people are able to start accepting the truth, the reality of the situation, it's like a heavy burden gets lifted off your shoulders because it starts to provide you with the clarity and then the strength to actually move forward and become the person that you're called to be. This is the next step that's really hard for a lot of people is starting to reclaim your identity. Some of the questions I'll ask would be, hey, what do you actually want for you? What are you looking for in the future? How do you want to show up? And sometimes people are like, I have no clue what I want. Why? Because you never were allowed to want anything. You weren't allowed to go take care of you, to go get your nails done, to go hang out with friends, to go shopping, whatever it might be. There's so many different rules and regulations and stories and limits and beliefs that kept you stuck because of him. The hard part is after you get out of the relationship or after you separate, the majority of those are still there. And oftentimes people think like, well, he's gone. So whew, now I can go do stuff and we'll see it even get harder sometimes because after you're out of the relationship, you'll still question, can I actually go to the store? Can I actually spend this money? Can I interact with this person? Am I allowed to? Because all of these limiting beliefs that have been placed upon you from him will continue to be there for such a long period of time. So rediscovering who you are and understanding who am I is huge. We walk people through that because I want you to see how you actually show up, who you actually want to be. What does that actually look like? Because we have to start building back your worth, your identity, your interests, like your self-esteem, your confidence, all these different things. But to let go of a narcissist, we have to be able to understand, okay, this is what happened. And we have to start reclaiming who you actually are. One of the harsh realities is the old version of you, the version that you saw and sometimes see yourself before the narcissist is gone. Like that version is not here. That version is not going to come back. That version got into this and we want to build a healthier, stronger, more confident version that helps you not go back to this toxic person or get involved with another one. If you've already been with a narcissist, the chances are you'll probably end up with another one if you do not do the healing. Because they'll feel normal. They'll feel safe. So many people are like, if I was in a healthy relationship, I don't know what I'd do. Because you're not used to it. And sometimes you're not used to it from childhood or from how many previous relationships you've had that have been a toxic person over and over and over again. So part of it is getting back to reclaiming your sense of self, your identity, rediscovering like what your passions are your dreams, your self-esteem, imagining how empowering it is to reconnect with you. And you can actually do this. We've seen people do this that are rising up, that are growing, that are thriving in their businesses and new relationships and reconnecting with kids that have gotten separated because of narcissistic abuse. We're seeing so many lives transform, but it has to come to this fact of understanding the reality and then actually working to rediscover you. This is the hard part. Sometimes people are like, I don't want to spend the time doing that. I don't want to waste the time with all this self-help stuff and all this transformational stuff because why do I have to do that? Because he's not doing it, but he's living his great life, but I have to pick up the pieces. Unfortunately, that's just the reality. And if you're a person that doesn't want to pick up the pieces and start moving forward, then this isn't the place for you. And this isn't a good fit for us to even try to work with you and help you move forward. Because you need to have people in your corner that are going to support you and love you, but also push you in the direction that you actually want to go. This is why it's important to build a support system. And oftentimes you can't do this with your friends and family, with the people that are around you, because sometimes they don't get it. 
And if they don't get it, it feels like you're still left on an island all by yourself, not knowing how to actually move forward, not knowing how to be able to, who to be able to call or what to do because they're already frustrated or they've given up on you because they've seen you go back to toxicity over and over and over. You're fighting a battle that is emotionally taxing. And oftentimes you don't have enough strength to do it alone. And I'm not asking you to do it alone. And so building or joining or being a part of a strong support system is absolutely crucial. People that actually care, but people that actually get it. That's the hard part is finding someone that actually gets it, that actually understands, that has been through the shit and understands where you're standing, what you're stuck with, the obsessive thoughts that you're thinking, the the pain shopping of looking up his social media when you know it's only going to hurt. Understanding that other people have been in your situation and have also been freed from it. People that you can share your feelings, your struggles, your aspirations with, all these different aspects to help you move forward in a healthy and a positive way. This is what is crucial in gaining your support and moving forward in the healing process. One of the things that we have to focus on is in letting go of the narcissist that you still love is setting healthy boundaries. And Healthy boundaries mean you're not limiting him, you're not controlling him, you're not telling him what he can or cannot do. You're actually looking at you and you're saying, who do I want to be? And what boundary comes alongside that to help me stay in the direction that I want to be? I don't focus and I don't I don't lay down groundwork of like, hey, if you want to work with us at Raw Motivation or in some of our communities, you have to be no contact. I don't do that because it wouldn't help. If anything, you'd go no contact and then you go right back because it's not going to help if another person imposes it on you. You've already had enough people, toxic, narcissistic people in your life that have imposed their shit on top of you. I don't want to do that, but I do want to give you the tools to actually help you move forward and heal from it so that you can actually set up healthy boundaries and hold them versus getting sucked back into toxicity over and over and over. When we talk about no contact, it is something that oftentimes becomes necessary long term. And the reason why I say that is because when you're able to have a buffer and then when you're able to have complete separation from you and the other person, it gives you the opportunity to heal without having more of this toxic sludge pour into the pond that you're in. So many people are like, I'm healing and I'm working on myself as they're scooping out the toxic sludge out of the pond, but they haven't shut off the pipe that still brings all of the stuff inside. And so I need you to understand sometimes no contact is essential for your healing, for your growth, because if you don't get to that place, oftentimes you're still letting toxicity into your life. Well, there's so many different pieces that we can talk about going in with this, but I want you to understand as we're walking through, you have to understand the reality. You just have to face this is what's going on. It's not easy. It's a couple of things that we dive into inside the challenges because it needs to help you process and work through it. When you start focusing back on you, how do we actually help you reclaim your identity? who you actually are. Then we need to build a support system that's going to help you and sustain you moving forward. So when you feel weak or when you feel like you're going to break that no contact or you're going to go back to this person you know you shouldn't, you have people to reach out to and contact. And then we have to set clear boundaries that actually keep you moving in the direction that you actually want to go, the direction of your calling and the vision of who you actually want to be. If I can help you with this today, please go to rawmotivations.com. If you want a one-on-one, we can talk there. We can see about accelerating your process, moving forward in the healing world. We take people down a healing journey that converts to a growth mindset because we're always going to be learning. We're always going to be growing. We just want to help you do that to be free of toxicity and then maximize who you're actually called to be.